0: Welcome back to the 123 Show with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Tuesday afternoon. Let's turn to the final guest and topic of today's uh, show. We're talking about quarantine and children's welfare. Now, health experts have warned that Hong Kong risks seeing another, uh, more infectious COVID-19 variants taking root and have urged authorities to stay alert and plan for the worst. Now, for many parents, the fear of their children being separated for them and facing quarantine or hospitalised alone is actually a bigger concern than getting the virus. And so this afternoon, we'll be chatting with family lawyer Samantha Gershon to talk more about quarantine procedures and uh, children's welfare. Uh, Good afternoon to you, Samantha. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. Thanks for inviting me, Noreen. Uh, we are live on Facebook as well, so uh, feel free to join us there, um, for our listeners uh, to join us. Uh, Noreen Meir on RTHK Radio 3 is the page to go to. Now, um, so, uh, uh, now I know you've sort of uh, worked tirelessly uh, on this and more recently been involved with the Optimal uh, Family Health Cluster. Uh, can you explain who's in this uh, Optimal Family Health Cluster?
1: Yeah, of course. But first of all, I think let's not call it a cluster, even though it's so easy to do so, because it's just really people from Optimal Family Health who've got involved um, and caught up in this. Because yeah. um, as far as I know, there's actually no positive people who have come out of this situation right. and who've caught COVID from the actual uh, nurse who was positive. So I think that's important for people to know. So it's not actually really a cluster like the others we we know of. Um, but there there's staff members and there's a number of patients who went to the clinic between the 5th of April and the 17th of April. Oh, sorry, the 15th of April, I think it is, the last day that the nurse worked in the clinic. So they have all been caught up in this.
0: Yeah. Um, and it's sort of uh, families who've been to the clinic and their extended families families um and and that's sort of a close contact situation what's your understanding uh, of this
1: yeah it, it's really anyone who had gone to the surgery in in that time period um they could have stepped in for five minutes 10 minutes to have done a, a I think some people have just went in for an injection only uh, and that's it um all wearing masks all sticking to various procedures um mm-hmm. and they were all deemed to be close to contacts. And actually, my own daughter's been involved in this. And that's how I know quite a lot about it, because yeah. she's one of those people.
0: Yes, yeah, sorry to hear about that. So, so what are the details for the quarantine arrangements? I've heard various things. Uh, there are people who, who've gone to Penny's Bay. There's some people in the Dorset Hotel uh, up in Kuntong. Uh, what's your understanding of, of who gets to go where?
1: I actually don't know how the decisions are made. Um, when uh, there were a lot of queries and and uh, a lot of misunderstanding about what was happening with children being separated from families, probably about a month ago, um, and there were a lot of school children who were having to go into quarantine. So I think there was a lot in the press. I don't know if you if you remember that. That's right. So. Um, At that time, um, because there was so much going on, there was actually a press release from the government. And in that press release, it was made very clear that they would consider everything on a case-by-case basis. So I can only assume that that is what they're doing. So if people are saying, you know, we have these needs, we, we need certain things because of our family or because of something with us, then they would be speaking to the CHP and then they would be making the decision Well, they should be making a decision then based on what they're being told.
0: Yeah, I I think, you know, casting our minds back that there were some uh, controversies uh, over that, uh, depending on uh, some schools uh, had to go into quarantine in Penny's Bay. Some uh, were able to get hotel quarantine. And uh, I mean, that caused a bit of a a controversy. Do, Do you remember that? Can you remind our listeners about that?
1: Yes, I I remember it very, very well. So um, in in particular, there was I think there was Kellett School, uh, where they were able to quarantine at home and then just a few days afterwards, there was Harbour School, where there was actually 10% of the of 35 students were severe special needs children, and they they were actually then allowed to all quarantine in um, the Dorset Hotel. So for them, that was their best sort of worst case scenario, because at least then it was that bit better for them to be quarantining in the hotel
0: yeah I mean what are some of your concerns with the arrangements so far you know um, you've been working very closely uh, with various groups are there stories of people uh, who you know who are uh, happy or perhaps uh, uh, concerned or not so happy with the arrangements Um, and uh, as a family lawyer what are some of your concerns when it comes to uh, children in quarantine
1: well, the difficulties aren't necessarily the conditions themselves, you know, the the problems are what is around these going into quarantine. It's the stress, the mental health, the well-being of families as a whole, and obviously children, but the families in particular. So you've got to look at what, what other things are occurring because of ha- families and people having to go into quarantine. So, you know, just... From this cluster as we where they've been calling it but as say it's not really a cluster you've got patients with special needs children you've got patients who've you know losing income you've got patients who were meant to start a new job and then that's now been delayed for 21 days so you know they're really concerned about that you've got patients who already suffer from mental health um, problems so you can imagine you know how that's been exasperated and you know they're now going to be suffering from periods where they don't have sort of other human contact and that's going to cause them great difficulty you know even my own daughter she was she was fine in the beginning and now you know it's reached a stage you know the novelties were well worn yeah. off, you know, it, it's not fun. It, it, it really isn't. And it's not to do with the condition so much. It's just, you, you know, you're stuck there through no fault of your own. And for her, it was just going to the doctor. Um, you know, so you lack that human contact. Um, it's even the way you got you were told in the beginning that you were going to go into quarantine Um, and again my own daughter's example she received a a very very strange sms very late in the evening one day um luckily because i've been helping families with a lot of these cases i knew it was strange and i immediately had the instinct this meant she would have to go into quarantine but it didn't even say we're asking you these. We're asking you these questions because we think you might go into quarantine. It just was asking loads and loads of questions, and you know, for her to suddenly get this SMS message, it was sorry. It was, actually, it was WhatsApp. It wasn't even SMS. It was strange. <laughs> and and was, it was it from the CHP was,
0: for, for some of our listeners was, who may not uh, you know have this experience? It's a it's a WhatsApp message from CHP. And what did it sort it of was, ask you? Do you have to reply to it afterwards?
1: Yeah, you're meant to reply to it. Um, It was from CHP, it was an SMS, sorry, I keep saying it's a WhatsApp message. Uh, That's right, it's so bizarre, I'm still saying SMS because I'm assuming it was, but it was actually a WhatsApp message. And it was asking all details about her, about who, who she's staying with, with her family, all her family's details, where where she works I mean all sorts of different so she's actually a full-time student but it was asking lots and lots of questions and you read it straight away and you think whoa this must be a scam you know this can't be a real thing (laughs) uh I mean it it was that strange um and then it did give you a telephone number that you could call to check that they were real but by the time we actually rang the number it was out of office hours for that for that number Um, so you know, even just getting that. And she was she was really upset when she got it. And it was late at night. So obviously she couldn't sleep that night because she was fearful what's going to happen to me. So then she got a call from them the following morning at 10 a.m. in the morning, then saying, you know, you have to go into quarantine.
0: And how you know, long there, so do then you that's have? The first you do they give it. you a deadline? You have to be in quarantine by six o'clock that evening from, from the time of the phone call. Did, did they give you a time frame?
1: Uh, not not that first phone okay. call, but um, they said it was likely it would be that day. But that not in not in that phone call. So so you've got those examples of yeah. you know how the actual quarantine arrangements themselves work. You know it, it can be tra- traumatic the way it's received. You know you don't really know what's going on. Um, you know, if you've got lack of Wi-Fi in the quarantine camps. Uh, so this is stressful for people that are working. You know, they want to carry on working. You know, if there's school children, they want to carry on online schooling. But at the same time, the schools have now gone back to face to face teaching. Yeah, that's right. so, so then that's difficult for them because now they can't go to school. So, they are, you know, the irony of that. Um You've got some people who've been on special diets and they're worried they're not gonna be able to eat properly. You know, you've this single mothers in there with children. You know, you've got all of these issues that's causing the concern, the mental stress to the families. And then you've got the families at home that are worrying about their people in the quarantine camp all these issues. It, it really is a stressful time for everybody.
0: Yeah, Samantha, my understanding is quarantine is usually 14 days. But for this particular, and, and you know, we're not calling it a cluster, but for, 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 for groups in, in the optimal uh, family health, um, uh, because of the the, the the concerns for the new strain, it's now 21 days. Um, are people sort of told they will be quarantined for 21 days on the get go? Um, how is this information known? Uh, yeah,
1: they, they they were told it was going to be 21 days. Um, so that was obviously a shock for them as well. Because, you know, everybody thought originally, if you were going to quarantine, it would be 14 days. And this was a particular shock to the, the group who particularly were in the surgery when it's believed the nurse could not have even have caught COVID because um, the boyfriend she caught it for was still in the Ramada Hotel. So if it is right that she didn't catch it from him until he came out of the Ramada Hotel, then those group of people should not even have gone into quarantine in the first place. So not even should they have not been into quarantine definitely not for 21 days you know okay. that that really is excessive yeah. so you can imagine that extra stress the difficulty you know they just don't get it they don't understand it, it, it's not fair and you know the anti-stress it's not fair to them it, it really isn't
0: Yeah, it sounds stressful uh, hearing this sort of uh, uh, account. Um, uh, We've only got a few minutes uh, left, Samantha. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on what can be improved? I mean, you're working very closely with families, with individuals in quarantine. Um, uh, For example, you know, should uh, families with, with young children have the option of home quarantine, for example? Because my understanding is people are tagged with that electronic bracelet and you walk the parameters of the hotel. So authorities are able to really track your exact location. Um, So uh, I'm I'm just wondering, you know, for for practical reasons, uh, what can be improved in terms of uh, quarantine?
1: There definitely needs to be an option for home quarantine, even if not for the whole period of time. Um, Obviously, every case is different. Um, There are different situations where perhaps there is a need to quarantine for a period of time. But you know, if for the optimal family health, indeed, you know, nobody has been positive, as far as I know, from the the nurse. So, you know, they could be quarantined at home. There could be things that they could be doing. Um, they could be then doing their, te- their tests at home. They could be temperature t- uh, taking every day. They can get the calls from the CHP, you know. I am sure that everybody who's in quarantine at the moment would happily, you know, reassure CHP that they would stay at home for a certain period of time instead of having to go into quarantine.
0: Yeah, um, well, Samantha, thank you so much for for your sharing. I hope families uh, in quarantine right now um, are, are not too distressed. It does sound really distress. You know, y- your your whole life is sort of turned upside down. You, everything is on on hold. Um, hopefully, um, you know, we can come up with with better arrangements. Especially, you know, like you mentioned just now, there are children with with uh, extra educational needs who perhaps will be fearful of of being isolated, even though they're with their parents. It's it's boring, even for adults. Like, let alone for, for, for children. Remind our listeners once again. How can we find out more about you and your work, Samantha? Uh,
1: yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, I'm a partner in the family team at uh, at Withers. Uh, so obviously, you can find me on on, on our website. Uh, and uh, if you have any queries, I can always answer that via my email, which is samantha.gershon at witherswide.com. And I'm happy to answer queries about the, these COVID situations. And because of the uncertainty, you know, not knowing now the definition of a close contact, you know, it is a difficult time for everybody.
0: Yeah, well, thank you so much for, for for all the work that you do, Samantha. And I look forward to perhaps a more positive update from you soon. Thank you so much for your time this afternoon. So. Thank you. Thank
1: you for time.